This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, it's a sweep for local high school football teams. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Dunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams from high school to college and professional. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. Let's start off the show with Badger Nation football. It might have taken two trips to the Valley in consecutive days, but the Badgers over the weekend earned a 62-28 win against a talented Glendale Cardinals team. The game started at 7 p.m. on Friday at Greenway High School in Phoenix, with senior running back Marie Norris opening the scoring in the first quarter with a 94-yard rushing touchdown, which was immediately followed by a 15-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown by Jake Wright. Zian McKelvey, Cody Leopold, and Uriah Tanet each added rushing touchdowns as Prescott held a 35-14 lead with just over four minutes left before halftime. But then... A monsoon storm brought heavy rain and, most importantly, lightning. That forced the officials to postpone the game just over an hour after players and coaches were pulled off the field and told to head to the locker rooms. Here's Norris on what it was like during the delay. We weren't really sure what was going to go down, but all I know is that we were still ready to play if they came back. They would be back, but not until 24 hours later at Independence High School in Glendale. And it didn't take long for the Badgers to get things rolling again on offense as junior quarterback Jackson Rice and senior receiver Jake Hilton connected on a 95-yard touchdown pass, believed to be the longest in Prescott history. We came out a teeny bit flat, but I thought we rectified that with, I think, the longest touchdown pass in Prescott history. So um, that kind of got our guys juiced, and we were ready to go after that. That was head coach Cody Collette. Hilton would add another touchdown in the third quarter after a short intermission for halftime, completing a night in which he had 159 yards receiving. Norris added two additional touchdowns on the ground in the second half as he led the team with 130 yards in the game. The Badgers now at 2-0 on the season head into their bye week before hosting American Leadership Academy Gilbert North on September 23rd at 7 p.m. Coming up, we'll recap the Chino Valley game in Maryville, which had much different weather conditions. But first, the Prescott Valley Outdoor Summit is this weekend. Taking place at the Finley Toyota Center, people can experience all things outdoors, including exhibitors, how-to clinics, excursions, vehicle demo tracks, rock crawl, live music, and beer gardens. There will also be hiking, biking, kayaking, off-roading, and much more. Go to PrescottValleyOutdoors.com for more info. That's PrescottValleyOutdoors.com, a famed signature group event. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. The Geno Valley Cougars on Thursday didn't deal with rain, but played through hot weather as they broke their two-game losing streak with a 33-6 win against the Maryville Panthers. The Cougars' offense had a strong second half to win the game, 
aided by the breakout of senior running back Johnny Parrish, who had been held to a combined total of 64 yards on the ground in the past two games. Here's head coach Michael Gilpin. Johnny's been kind of bottled up the last couple of weeks, and he's been frustrated, and um, he's worked so hard this offseason. And I told him, you know, I have faith in you, and it's going to happen. Just keep doing what you do. And things started to pop for him, and you could see he started to kind of get it. You know, he started to start get that slobber going and that snot coming out of his nose and just start running downhill. And he started in the first half, you could see he was like one tackle away, one tackle away, one tackle away. Second half, he starts breaking those tackles and getting some big yards. So, uh, very proud of Johnny. He, he had a great game. Parrish ended the night with 161 rushing yards and two touchdowns, both of which came in the second half. With the run game, I have to give huge props to my line and my receivers. Everyone blocked perfectly, uh, gave me holes to make those moves, and uh, we all just played as a team and really stepped up in that second half. That was Parrish on his standout performance in the win. Freshman Carson Gilpin also had a rushing touchdown and blocked a punt that led to a touchdown for Chino Valley. Chino Valley's first and only score of the first half came on a 32-yard passing touchdown from sophomore Ben Seibel to senior Caden Wagner in the first quarter. Coach Michael Gilpin was proud of the effort his players showed in the game, saying the team had some internal stuff affect them the last two weeks. Our boys came down here. They fought against a bigger, stronger, faster football team and took a couple punches and they went out there and they just they stepped on them and they just mowed them down and we ended up boat racing them. So I can't even I can't even tell you how proud I am of these guys. The Chino Valley Cougars now at two and two on the season return home for a matchup against River Valley on Friday at 7 p.m. The Bradshaw Mountain Bears football team on Friday traveled down to Tucson and began their season with a 41-14 win over Micah Mountain. The team trailed 14-7 after one quarter of play, but then proceeded to score 34 unanswered points over the next three quarters. Here's what head coach Bob Young had to say about the victory. With our bye, we started off a week late. You know, Micah Mountain already had a game under their belt, so, you know, we came out a little sluggish and... We got down 14 to seven and then, you know, our defense just turned it up a notch and, you know, created some turnovers and, you know, we got our offense going and, you know, wound up being a pretty good night for us. Senior quarterback Grady Rose completed seven of 13 passes for 162 yards with a passing touchdown and two rushing touchdowns, while junior running back Gabriel Ricketts had 151 rushing yards and a touchdown. Bradshaw has their home opener against Buckeye at 5 p.m. on Saturday. Now it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. We'll start off with Chino Valley Girls Soccer, which went 4-0 in the Chino Cup Soccer Tournament over the weekend, beating opponents by a combined score of 25-1. They are 5-0 overall and play the Camp Verde Cowboys on the road Thursday at 4 p.m. The boys' soccer team, meanwhile, are 3-0 and play Holbrook on Tuesday on the road at 5 p.m. after having a week off. The Chino Valley Girls Volleyball team lost to Fountain Hills 3-0 at home on Monday and fell to 3-3 on the season. They have a chance to get back in the win column on the road Wednesday at Borgade Catholic. The Prescott High School badminton team won 9-0 against Deer Valley on the road Monday, pushing their record to a perfect 6-0 on the season. The team next plays Barry Goldwater at home on Thursday at 4 p.m. The Badgers girls volleyball team will be looking to pick up their first win of the season on Tuesday at home against Thunderbird at 6 p.m. They have struggled to begin the season with an 0-5 record after back-to-back 3-1 losses to Post and Butte and Cactus last week. The Prescott High School boys' golf team continue to move up the state rankings and are now in 8th place after a good showing at an 18-hole duel match on Friday at Antelope Hills against Higley. 
in which their team score of 299 was the best team score in at least four decades. Scotty Jackson also had a school record with a round of minus six, and his nine-hole splits were 35-31, with the 31 tying the nine-hole school record. They play on the road against Flagstaff, Page, and Mingus Union on Tuesday at 2 p.m. The Bradshaw Mountain High School girls volleyball team over the weekend in the Seal Billings Volleyball Tournament went 2-2, two two, with wins over Metro Tech and Page before back-to-back -back losses to Boulder Creek. The tournament followed the Bears' 3-1 victory against Mesquite and a 3-0 loss against Cactus last week. They next play at home on Tuesday at 6 p.m. against Mojave. Switching over to collegiate sports now, the Embry-Riddle men's soccer team beat Florida Memorial 1-0 at home on Saturday with Jauer Oliveira getting the game's lone goal. Now at 3-2-1 overall, they play host to Arizona Christian at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, Pacific Union at 4.30 p.m. on Friday, and Simpson at 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. The women's soccer team got a 2-0 win at home against the College of Idaho on Sunday with Adelie Zekman and Kylie Bennett each scoring goals. At 3-1-1 on the season, they host Pacific Union at 2.30 p.m. on Friday and Simpson at 1 p.m. on Sunday. The Embry-Riddle men's and women's cross-country teams finished first in the Embry-Riddle XC Invitational over the weekend. They each will compete in the Cal State San Marcos Cougar Challenge in California on September 24th. The Embry-Riddle women's volleyball team picked up wins against Antelope Valley and La Sierra on the road over the weekend beating Antelope Valley 3-0 in La Sierra 3-2 to improve their record to 5-5. Adiva Joseph had 20 kills in the win against La Sierra, while Emma Barber added 15. They next play on Thursday against St. Catherine at 6 p.m. before Providence Christian on Friday at 6 p.m. and Westcliff on Saturday at 3 p.m., all at home. The Avapai College men's soccer team lost to number one ranked Pima on Tuesday 2-1 at home, with Ian Topet picking up the lone goal for the Rough Riders. At 2-1 on the season, they now play Chandler Gilbert at Mountain Valley Park in Prescott Valley on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. The women's soccer team, meanwhile, got a 3-0 win over Cochise on Saturday in Sierra Vista. Ziana Delos Reyes Guerrero, Ashlyn Jones, and Juliana Reyes each had goals in the win. At 2-4 on the season, they play next against Chandler Gilbert at Mountain Valley Park in Prescott Valley on Saturday at 6 p.m. The Yavapai College women's volleyball team earned a 3-0 win against South Mountain in Phoenix on Wednesday. Abby Watton had 13 kills in the win. At 2-5 on the season, they next play Wednesday against Chandler Gilbert on the road before participating in the College of Southern Nevada tournament over the weekend. Now you're caught up on Central Arizona sports. Join us next week on the show when we recap Bradshaw Mountain football's home opener against Buckeye. I'm Torrance Thunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.